Welcome to Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. Hello and welcome back to episode 43. Before we jump into this week's um, topic, I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone who kind of tuned in to listen to episode 42, which was all about imposter syndrome and to all of you who kind of shared the episode um there was a lot of um a lot of people shared it and I I really really appreciate it um it's really nice to kind of hear your feedback and that actually you're enjoying the podcast which is something that obviously you know we don't necessarily get that feedback because it's it's something that kind of goes out there and, and we don't necessarily get any kind of comments or feedback um on each episode so actually it was lovely to to hear that you all enjoyed it so thank you so much um so this week's topic is um a bit of a hot topic at the moment I feel um and it's all about manifestation and what it is and how we can put it into practice with a bit of a twist I think because I think a lot of the time manifestation is seen as something that is this kind of idea of like staying positive and you know high vibes and all that kind of stuff but and and you know they each have their own kind of um each have their own benefits but I think when we actually dig a little bit deeper into what manifestation is and and the law of attraction I think there's um there's a lot more to uncover and there's actually a few bits that I'm going to share with you that actually have kind of um, some grounding in science and how our brain works. So um, I hope you will kind of find it useful and I'd love to hear um, your maybe stories of, you know, when you've manifested something or perhaps, you know, maybe your opinion of of why you don't believe in it at all. Um, So yeah, I'd love to hear from you. But I also wanted to say that I'm actually in no way an expert on manifestation and I've just personally taken an interest in it over the last year or two. Um, And so I've been kind of reading about it, learning about it um, and my kind of training and coaching actually um, fed into that as well because there are certain things like I've kind of mentioned earlier in terms of actually how our brain works, the kind of Uh, feed into this kind of manifestation so I guess a good place to start would be to kind of find a definition of manifestation and what it actually is Um, and when you kind of type manifestation into google um, various things come up but one of the definitions is that manifestation is a sign of something existing or happening or to manifest something is to make it appear Um, And it's really about kind of consciously calling something forward. Um, And whether you believe in manifestation altogether or you think it's complete rubbish, I feel like I sit somewhere in between. Um, Definitely leaning towards kind of believing in it. Uh, But I do think that, that some approaches aren't, kind of aren't grounded enough in science or, or, you know, kind of, um, more tangible things I suppose and so like you know just oh you know stay positive and think positive I I don't think that that is necessarily going to lead uh, to us manifesting anything Um, 
I absolutely think that thinking and staying positive is, is important, but I don't think that without action and without taking action, um, much is going to change. But I'll kind of go into all of that in a second. So the most common view of manifestation and, and the kind of most widely accessible, I guess, is this notion of believing in yourself, creating an action plan, scripting maybe what you would want to manifest. And for anyone who's watched The Secret, which I think I got maybe about halfway through and then decided I, I, I didn't want to watch anymore. Um, I, I do agree with the principles, um, but the actual production of the film was pretty shocking. So <laughs> I decided not to kind of watch it. But so it talks about, you know, scripting and writing what it is that you want to manifest into your life. Um, and then obviously coupled with taking action, because again, like I said, I don't think just kind of believing um, that something's going to um, happen is necessarily enough to make it come true, I guess. And so focusing on the positive, you know, having perhaps a journal where you write uh, about the things that you are grateful for and all in all kind of you know, without sounding too woo, I guess, is about raising your vibrations and kind of being in that positive mindset, positive positive um, frame of mind. And I guess it also feeds into this scarcity versus abundance mindset. Um, and I don't want to go into that in too much detail, but I guess the idea is that, you know, if you, if you have a scarcity mindset, you are likely to think that there is a limited amount of things to go around, I suppose. So for example, there is only space for five top photographers or five top graphic designers or whatever it might be. Um, and that if someone else, you know, is, is seemingly successful, that means there's no space for you. So that would be an example of a scarcity, scarcity mindset. Um, to flip that, the abundance mindset is very much about believing that there is enough to go around for everyone and that there isn't like a, a limit. Um, and that also applies to obviously money and whether we believe there is enough money to go around, whether we believe that if Joe down the road, you know, is making his first million in his company, whether we believe that actually it's also... Um, possible for us or whether we think that actually because someone else is doing it perhaps there's no room for us and so it most definitely forces us to start to think about um, how we approach things how we frame things whether we kind of approach things from that kind of more abundant mindset and that positive attitude uh, as opposed to actually thinking um, quite negatively about, you know, our circumstances, our situation. So for example, recently I needed to make up a little bit of money um, that month to make sure that I could pay myself a decent salary um, because I hadn't planned very well in advance, for example. Um, and so, And so this goes back to this idea of actually coupling this kind of positive mindset, positive thinking with actually taking action. So what I did was I wrote down all the ways in which I could bring in some extra money um, and I actually had some kind of unexpected additional bookings and stuff which actually came in um, around the same 
almost the exact amount that I actually needed to make up that month. Um, And so, you know, I think if you don't believe in manifestation, you are likely just to look at the kind of facts and the fact that I put put in more effort into advertising, for example, um, which I did. Um, and, and that is the sole reason for bringing that money in. Um, but if you are kind of inclined to believe in manifestation, I guess we could also kind of look at it from a different point of view and see that actually maybe it was my kind of positive attitude, um, and the way in which I approach things as well, um, that perhaps helped me to, um bring it forward and bring it into kind of reality I suppose. One of the key um, aspects of manifestation and for it, for it to kind of really work and if it is something that you want to kind of uh, play around with is setting very clear and specific intentions and um, like I kind of mentioned earlier having a list of things that you actually want to manifest so that you, you can be very specific however being specific about the certain things sometimes doesn't always um, line up with how these things may appear in your life, if that makes sense. So sometimes opportunities may arise that are slightly different to what you had in mind. Um, and I guess the kind of beauty of manifestation is the fact that it kind of allows us to look at various opportunities that present um, that are presented to us that perhaps we wouldn't normally notice. Um, And this is something that I want to kind of deep into a little bit more in a minute. But first, um, I wanted to kind of, I don't want to put a downer on manifestation because I think it's definitely something that I would like to explore myself more and kind of learn more about. But I don't think it's a kind of a quick fix and it's not, you know, as simple as, writing down the things that you want to appear and they will suddenly magically um you know present themselves to you I don't, it's, it's just it's it obviously that's not the premise of it uh, so I don't want to put downer on it but I do agree that I think sometimes we can stop ourselves from maybe seeing opportunities because maybe deep down we don't believe we deserve them so we may not, we may kind of sabotage our own chances by not go, not giving it our all, um, for, you know, whether that's a job interview, whether that's a pitch or whatever it might be, um, and whether we do it consciously or subconsciously, um, that's kind of something that, um, and I don't know if you're familiar with her, um, there's a woman called Lacey Phillips, um, she's based in the US, um, and there's a lot of actually manifestation kind of coaches and manifestation podcasts and everything like that is very much US based. Um, but her school of thought is that we can do all the positive thinking that we want, but actually our ability to manifest depends on our self-worth and how worthy we feel of the things we desire. So, um, she does a lot of work on self-limiting beliefs, money mindset, and all the things that we perhaps picked up and learnt in childhood that are kind of standing in the way of our self-worth. Um, and she really bases her work around um, kind of really clearing the way, so to speak, 
um, for us to feel kind of worthy of the things that we are trying to call in. Because what she's saying is that she really started to notice the difference in her manifestation practice when she began to actually work on her own um, self-limiting beliefs. So it's something that really kind of speaks to me as a coach as well, because I think, um, I do think that once we begin to work on those self-limiting beliefs, those kind of not only opportunities, but we kind of almost open doors to various opportunities for us ourselves. And so she talks about this idea that we should be looking out for our, our expanders. And what she means by that is um, looking at perhaps that's other people that we know in our own kind of small circles or people that we follow on, you know, Instagram or whatever it might be or bigger celebrities, whoever it might be. People who are already achieving or doing the things that you want to be doing. Um, and she calls them expanders. But I guess in the simplest terms, it really comes down to, and again, it feeds into the kind of coaching aspect of things because it's something that I would normally do with my clients as well, is that you are collecting evidence that whatever it is that you desire and whatever it is that you want to bring in and manifest is actually possible for you. Because if you look around and you can kind of see specific examples of people already doing it, you're kind of collecting that evidence and actually confirming to yourself that actually it's possible, therefore I can also do it. So this brings me on to the more kind of um, scientific part of manifestation, I guess, in the sense that, it, again, it's something that I've learned through my coaching training um, in terms of how our brain works. Um, and there's a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. And its job is to bring things to our attention and increase our motivation. Um, and so we are very much in control of what the reticular activating system pays attention to. It makes a judgment about what information can go through to your conscious mind because um, our brain is kind of taking on millions of pieces of information per second and of course we can't deal with that um, amount of information uh, so it processes that information for us and this is where the reticular activating system kind of comes in because it makes that judgment about what goes through to your conscious mind um, and it makes that decision um, solely on the basis of what it believes you want to pay attention to. So it doesn't make a judgment or based on what is good or bad for you. Um, it's only very much guided by what you, th what it thinks you want to pay attention to. Um, I hope that makes sense. So what it really means is that it se sends information through to your conscious mind that it believes you are paying attention to. So for example, if you decide that a good work-life balance is what you would like to um, have in your life and you then think about it more, perhaps you read and educate yourself about work-life balance um, and you talk about it with your friends, whatever it might be, then you'll begin to... Um, you'll begin to notice that you see more and more evidence of people actually achieving that work-life balance and you'll also see more information about it um, everywhere else. And it's the same with, for example, if we um, think about a car make um, and all of a sudden we um, notice that we actually start seeing that car 
everywhere we go. Um, whereas it's it's not a coincidence. It's only the fact that we have decided that we wanted to pay attention to that. Uh, and so our brain kind of sif- sifts through information uh, and makes it obvious to us. So it's not the case of actually, you know, all of a sudden seeing this car more because, you know, all of a sudden there's, you know, you see it more on the street. You would have been seeing it, but perhaps not actually processing that information consciously because you didn't choose that it was important to you. And so this is kind of where manifestation comes in because really our mind is kind of being obedient to what we choose we want to pay attention to and therefore is giving us um, what we want to concentrate on, I guess. Um, and there, there is actually, it's proven that there's actually no significant difference between what is perceived and what is real. Um, and what that means is that our brain can't distinguish between perception and reality. So therefore, and this is where kind of visualization comes in, and again, is very much tied to manifestation, um, our brain can't, can't distinguish between the two. And therefore, it kind of responds to what we notice and what we focus on. So you could argue that by focusing on something more, um, you are much more likely to um, see it and attract it into your life um, because you'll be much more likely to you know much more open to various opportunities that perhaps wouldn't have normally um, even stood out to you because you wouldn't have been paying attention to it and so this leads me on to visualization and how this actually is a a big part of manifestation um, and it's actually widely used by athletes all over the world Um, it's something that they've been kind of using and utilizing for for a very long time with a lot of success actually um so it's research research shows that actually when athletes visualize or imagine a successful competition they actually stimulate the same brain regions as you do or as you would when you physically perform that same action um so it's kind of a way of conditioning your brain for successful outcomes. And again, this is where kind of it feeds into manifestation beautifully because um, the more we kind of rehearse, because what visualization really is, is kind of mental imagery and rehearsal. And so we rehearse um, the outcomes that we want to bring about in our mind. Um, and, and like I said, kind of our mind, because it doesn't understand the distinction between perception and reality, it thinks it's happened already. And therefore you're much more likely to kind of bring, bring it about, I suppose. In order to make visualization actually really successful, we need to make the kind of visualization as intense as possible, um, and utilize our five senses. And again, it comes really feeds into the kind of coaching side of things because um, it's it's about utilizing our senses and really actually imagining what it would be like, what it would smell like or feel like or, you know, various colors that may appear or imagining the surroundings and really kind of immersing yourself in that visualization. Um, it's almost like a kind of a movie clip um, where you kind of really immerse yourself in it. And it's actually proven to be really um, kind of successful for, for example, you know, stressful situations. So for example, if you don't like public speaking, we can actually use it to our advantage and use visualization to picture 
hour, you know, whether that's, you know, for example, running a workshop to a load of people and, and that includes that public speaking aspect that you're really dreading. Um, so actually imagining that workshop going exactly as you planned um, with the audience really engaging and really enjoying your content um, and, you know, you, you're feeling like actually it's going well. And so really kind of immersing yourself in that experience of it going very well and you then perhaps receiving uh, positive feedback afterwards um, and all of that kind of stuff. And I guess it's important to actually um, highlight the fact that manifestation doesn't actually have to be used only for physical things and material things. It can be about, you know, bringing about success in certain aspects of your job or personal life um, and again this is kind of where visualization really comes in and actually it's proven obviously um, you know through the research with athletes uh, in particular it's proven that actually it, it does work um, and I wonder whether perhaps you um, have without really realizing have used it in some aspect in one way or another uh, where it's actually worked for you quite well. So I know I've talked at you for quite some time in terms of you know various aspects of manifestation so I guess I want to do a quick roundup of the things that we talked about and and yes manifestation as you know generally it's viewed as um, positive thinking believing in yourself creating an action plan kind of writing out what it is that you want to manifest really actually physically writing it down so that you can kind of call it in I suppose and then through that actually taking some form of action towards it um, and focusing like I said focusing on the positive all that kind of stuff and something that I actually wanted to kind of mention quickly before I forget um I don't know if any of you are familiar with Yoga Girl. I've been following her for a while and I used to listen to a podcast and I remember she did a whole episode on manifestation um, and she talked about this, having this kind of trust and I guess if we want to get really woo-woo, kind of trusting the universe that things will work out um, and she talked about this story of um, you know not being able to pay rent and being really low that month and literally having no idea of where the money was going to come from. Um, to cover her rent Um, and kind of last minute something came in and she said she just she knew she had to have this kind of belief and this trust that it was going to work out and I do think that actually um, that can go a long way in terms of you know running a a business Um, we so often can get dragged down into thinking well I've had no inquiries for the last you know few weeks so this means my you know the business is not doing too well it's all going downhill and we can get trapped in that kind of negative cycle of thinking um and it's hard and it's really hard but actually sometimes it can be really positive Uh, it can be really beneficial to think about um just trusting that things will work out and of course you know we still have to take action on things and we can't just sit back and, and expect things to appear out of thin air because that's just not how it works but um having that kind of that trust and that positivity I think it does have um a really kind of positive effect on me personally so um it's just something to bear in mind I guess but I guess um going back to what I was saying in terms of this kind of other side of manifestation and this kind of whole different way of thinking in terms of actually looking at your self-worth and really diving deep into that um 
And this is really where coaching can come into place because as we work through our self-limiting beliefs, like I said earlier, I really do feel like there are shifts that begin to happen um, and things begin to align a lot more um, when we kind of, when we feel in alignment ourselves, I guess. Um, So I guess I'm going to leave it here. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed it and I'd love to hear your stories of manifestation or maybe, you know, see whether it's something that you practice or whether you think it's absolute rubbish and you you, you think it's crazy. Um, But um, feel free to kind of share your thoughts with me. Um, I am opening spots for three monthly coaching as well as one-off uh, coaching sessions with uh, with me so if you were interested feel free to hop on over to the link in the uh, show notes um other than that have a wonderful week i will see you next week and um as always uh, if you enjoy the podcast please feel free to leave a review or uh, share the podcast episode with your friends thank you so much